Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this Tuesday morning. Thank you for the cooler temperatures you've blessed us with this morning. And um, again, we just ask you to help us take a deep breath and um, focus on you this morning. I thank you for my friend Daniel, for his leadership this morning. I ask you to bless him and Sydney, his new bride, bless their marriage, bless their relationships. And Lord, I just ask your Holy Spirit to speak very clearly through him to us words that are encouraging to the tribe and, and, uh, and equipping. We thank you in advance for all the opportunities that you're going to give us and the blessings, and uh, the connections today. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen. Daniel Wirtz, my friend from Alabama. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, I am currently on cup one of probably four of coffee this morning so um still waking up but you know happy to be here uh, thank you jerry for for having me um it's a it's a real honor getting to uh, one work with you and just see how you leave but also to to have you invite me on to to something like this so i'm just very appreciative of it um so all right this morning uh, if you guys have your bibles guys and gals um have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to be Ephesians 5 this morning, and um, we're going to get to that in a little bit, but we're going to start at verse 14. And uh, what I want to do is I want to take a look at something that, uh, quite honestly, I have been learning a lot in this season of life. And um, I've one of the other things I've noticed is that I've had so many conversations with people both in and, and out of the church world um, and in and out of the faith that this like this same thing keeps coming up in mm. every conversation in some form or fashion. And I think to kind of better explain that when I take a step back and I evaluate the past five months, um, how many of you remember March? I, it feels literally like an eternity ago for me. Um, and I, I remember um, there was just so much uncertainty when we first heard about the virus and I was hearing all different kinds of things from different people. Um, my, my brother-in-law who is a doomsday prepper, um, which if you don't know what a doomsday prepper is, it's people who basically look for any excuse to think that the end of the world is coming like now. Um, and he, he like, he gave me a phone call, um, before everything started shutting down and he was like, okay, you're going to need to go to the grocery store. You're going to need to get every <laughs> single bag of beans and rice you can find. You need to get all the bottled water because they're going to shut off every single tap water source you have. Um, there's going to be tanks that come through your streets, like just the whole thing. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, it was, it was wild. And I think that, you know, what, what that conversation kind of communicated to me, and what I remember from a lot of other conversations is that nobody really knew what was going to happen. Right. And when I think about, you know, from then to now, it's just kind of been this, this ebb and flow, this up and down of, okay, we're forced to stay at home and then we're adjusting to that kind of lifestyle and then things start to open back up. And so we kind of readjust to that kind of lifestyle, but then, you know, there's a spike in cases and, 
Um, there's more people that are getting infected with the virus. And so there's an, a readjustment that's happening and there's just kind of this up and down, up and down kind of effect mm-hmm. that we're kind of trapped in. Um, and I think the feeling and the sentiment that I keep hearing over and over again is that people are saying, I'm just tired. Yeah. And I don't think that that is a exhausted kind of tired. I think a better word for that is an apathetic kind of tired. Hmm. So in other words, like I'm just over it. You know, I want things to go back to normal. I want to see my friends. I want to be in the office. I want to be able to go and eat inside a restaurant without wearing a mask, like all these different things. I think everybody on some level is feeling this sense of apathy. And to be honest, that's, that's something that, I have struggled with as well over the past few weeks. And it's really the first time in my life that I've ever struggled with that. I'm a very driven, focused kind of person, but I think this season has really crept in a sense of apathy that I've kind of had to learn how to deal with. And it was really in one of those days where I was feeling the effects of that, that I felt like God directed me to this passage in Ephesians 5. And so I'm going to start again in verse 14. And it's going to be a little bit down in the verse. And it starts like this. It says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. And a couple of things. One, that's a very strong way to end that passage by Paul um, saying that the days are evil. It sounds like super apocalyptic and like it's the end of the world type of feeling. Um, and I actually looked up that that phrase, the days are evil. Um, and the definition from the Greek for that word evil, it better translates to uh, full of labors, annoyances, and hardships. Hmm. And I don't know about you, but I can't think of a better string of words to describe this past year than labors, annoyances, and and hardships. And uh, but that's that's not what really stood out to me. I think it, it's actually that phrase before that ending that really stood out to me. And I think it it all kind of came full circle to me uh, a few weeks ago when my pastor. Uh, Pastor Brian Cromer was preaching on Sunday for our church, and he was given a whole message about purpose. And one of the things that he said, and that really resonated with me, is that amidst everything that's being canceled, everything that's having to adjust, that our purpose as followers of Jesus is not canceled. And let me just pause and, and echo what my pastor said and say that, yes, this year has been full of so many hardships. It's been full of annoyances. It's been full of ups and downs, but that does not negate that this is a year that still cannot be fulfilling. And that doesn't negate that, that God can still bring purpose out of any circumstance that you find yourself in here and now, regardless of the environment that that is in. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that that, you know, it's something that's very encouraging. It's something that you may have heard from your pastor, from people in your circle yourself. So the question that I have is how, like, how do we do that? And I think that that's where really the heart of verse 16 comes into play um, from this passage in Ephesians 5. And it, it says this, it says, making the best 
use of the time because the days are evil. And what I've come to believe is that in this season, more than any other season of my life, that how I view my time determines what I get out of it. Mm -hmm. And you see, there's a stretch of time over the past five months where the way I viewed my time was, it's what I would like to call it a treadmill effect, which if you think about a treadmill, all a treadmill is, is it's a bunch of activity without any destination. Mm. And you're exerting all this energy, but you're not going anywhere. You're kind of just being stationary. And for example, what this kind of looks like in life and what it looks like in my life is that there was a stretch of time where all I would do was I would wake up, I would go to work, I would go home, hop on a few Zoom calls, go to bed and repeat the same process every single day. Mm. And that repetitive motion and that treadmill that I found myself on produced this feeling of being tired. And I, what I believe Paul is showing us is how we can hop off the treadmill mm. and how we can live a life that is marked by purpose. And to, the best way to illustrate that, I think, is to look at the, the verbiage that he uses. And so that word time in verse 16 um, is very different than how we understand the word time. And so, and I know it's early, but I'm going to throw out a couple of Greek words here and hopefully you guys don't lose it with me. But um, so there are two different words in the New Testament for time that are used. There is chronos and kairos are the two Greek words. And so the word chronos is how most of us understand time. It's this linear quantitative thing. So for example, it is nine, it is 725 right now. And in 60 minutes, it will be 825. And that is chronos time. It's, it's linear. But I think what is so interesting is that that's not the word that Paul uses here. He uses the word kairos. And what kairos is, is it's more like a moment. And one definition that I found is that it is a opportune or seasonable time, meaning that regardless of the circumstance that we find ourselves in, the time that we're given always has an opportunity that is attached to it. And what I've learned over the past few weeks is that I will always make the most use of my time when I'm choosing to live in the purpose that God has given me within that time. And my time doesn't have to consist of just reacting to the effects of a virus or reacting to a situation that's been given to me because of a virus, but my time can still be maximized in this season. And in other words, and this is really what I want to kind of land on, I cannot control the circumstances that I'm in, but I can always control my response. And I think that that's the same for, for all of our lives that before we were even born, the scripture says that, that God had a purpose picked down our life. So essentially he saw the entire earth and he saw all the issues and he said, okay, I'm going to create Jerry to solve this problem. And I'm going to create Daniel to solve this problem and so on and so forth. And so there's always a, a problem that your life is meant to solve. And there's always a opportunity that you carry into every single day. And I think that the really the cure that I found for feeling this sense of apathy 
has been leaning into that and finding how can I live in my purpose today? I, I know I'm, I'm being forced to stay at home, but how can that still translate to what I'm doing here and now? Um, and so I think that that's, that's really all I got this morning for you yeah. guys. Um, yeah, that's, but yeah, yeah. That's good, Daniel. No, it's solid. A couple things really quick. One is uh, this year's not been canceled. Um, and that, that totally contradicts everything that I'm seeing on social media for sure. Um, all the jokes around 2020 and, um, which it is hard. Um, however, to your point, I think there's still uh, a lot of good that God's doing in and through us in 2020. And there's still months to go in this year. And I love that analogy of a treadmill. I think that resonates certainly with me and a lot of leaders that, you know, we're many times we're busy doing work, but are we actually getting any anywhere? Does the, is the Lord calling us to uh, move in a certain direction? And are we actually moving in that direction? Um, that's yeah. a good reminder. And the other, the other piece that really strikes me this morning, uh, Daniel, because I know you personally, and some of the guys on the call work with you here at Alluring Glass, but you're one of the leaders um, that I reference when I'm talking about young, well, sorry, leaders, sorry, Rufus, leaders that, um, that I'm encouraging you guys to speak up. Is your voice has never been more important than right now as leaders. And many of you guys, and I'm talking to you, Daniel, face to face, is, is in encouraging you to speak up because you're not, it's going to be next to impossible for you, Daniel, to come across as that guy, that know-it-all blowhard guy. Um, you've got so much wisdom and so much insight in my encouragement to you and, and other leaders on this call that um, may have the holy hunch, as Don Patton calls it, um, to speak up. Uh, and Don's another one, a humble leader. A lot of you guys are humble leaders. And my encouragement to you is to speak up because your voice, um, your voice can be used by the Lord. So your action speaks louder than words. I understand that. But your your voice also, Daniel, um, has a uh, an opportunity to be hugely impactful for the Lord to use. So um, I want to encourage you uh, to use that voice and and be sensitive to your holy hunches. So I love you. I appreciate you, Daniel. Will you uh, will you pray us into the rest of our Tuesday? Absolutely. Um, God, we just thank you so much for another day and. Um, we thank you for just all the different things that you have called us to today. Yeah. And God, that may look different than yesterday. It may look different than last year, but God, you've called us to today and you have given us people. You've given us opportunity. Um, you've given us so many things that we get to help shape and impact. And God, what an honor it is that you didn't just save us. And you didn't just forgive us of all of our sins. And if you did, that would have been enough. But you took it a step further and yeah. you gave us something to do. You gave us something to, to work towards and people to impact you. Essentially, you gave us a purpose to fulfill. Um, and God, what we know is that that is such a gift. And there's, there's nothing like knowing that you are walking in your purpose every single day. And so, God, I just pray for, um, for all of these leaders on this call. God, I pray for a supernatural vision to see the people that are in front of them today, not as projects, but as people that you love dearly. God, I pray that you would just help everybody to see every single per person as someone who is made in your image and someone who 
you love so dearly. And God, I pray that you would help us to have that same vision for every single problem or, or every single um, thing that we get pushed across our desk today. God, help us to see that as an opportunity to, to grow. Help us to see that as an opportunity to um, make our organizations and make ourselves better. Um, God, help us to, again, just carry that light that you have called us to carry um, and that by by just our presence that we would make our environments better today. And so, God, we love you so much and we thank you for all that you're doing in our world and our nation and what you're doing in us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Very well done, my friend. Have a great day. Thank you, sir.